0: Hi everyone! I'm Ahana and I'm Celine. And welcome back to another news updates at the We, we Are, Are podcast. podcast. So for today, we have an exciting lineup of news mm-hmm.
1: updates, and Celine will start it off. All right, so um, this one that I'm about to talk about is super prominent because it's a school shooting that happened really recently. It happened on Wednesday, and the headline is For Her After Student Opens Fire During Fight at Timberview High School in Texas. So the shooting took place on Wednesday at Timberview High School in Arlington, Texas and there was a fight between two students. Um, the student who actually pulled out the gun was identified as Timothy George Simpkins, and he's 18 years old. So according to Timothy's parents, he had been getting bullied constantly, and this there's actually footage of the fight before he drew out the gun, and this kid um, is, like, beating him and, like, Basically, they're in, like, a physical fight, and, like, this other kid is, like, hitting him, so then he pulls out a gun and um, fires it. So, two victims suffered gunshot wounds, according to police. Three victims were students, while one might have been a teacher, according to police. Um, And three out of four victims were hospitalized. One of them is in good condition. Um, One of them, yeah, one of them is in critical condition, and the other one has actually been released from the hospital. So, um, uh... The 18-year-old accused of the shooting, Timothy George Simpkins, was actually released from jail on Thursday after he turned himself in, so he was originally arrested Wednesday and was accused with three cases of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, but his family released him by paying a bond of $75,000, which is like an amount of money you can pay to basically be released and freed from jail. It's like a
0: bail. Yeah, it's
1: like, yeah it's like an agreement um so arlington police said officers found other weapons in the family's home and believe they found the 0.45 caliber gun simpkins used during the shooting on campus so um there are a lot of investigations being made into this though because the 15 year old who i talked about was in critical condition could potentially be facing charges for actually starting the fight and using violence against the other kid even though he didn't have a gun you can still get charged if you get into a physical fight for some with someone yeah um so um, there are investigations being made into the bullying claims, too, because Simpkins pam- family, Simpkins was the one who pulled out the gun, by the way. Um, his family said he was being severely bullied. So um, they're looking into if that caused it. And yeah, actually, according to the family representative for the Simpkins family, the family is now fearful for their safety due to all the media publicity, because a lot of people probably hate them now because obviously, like, their kid pulled out a gun. But yeah, so... We'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, and do you know if he's being tried as a juvenile or an adult? Um, I'm not sure. He's 18 years old, so I don't know if that. Yeah, he'd be tried in an adult. Adult, yeah, I think yeah, 18 is considered an adult, so, so I would Simkins guess an adult. Is an 18, right? Yeah, Simpkins okay. is 18. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I was getting confused between the 15 year old and the 18. Yeah, so the 15 year old didn't have the gun, but he was involved in. The okay, site. yeah. Was he the one who started it? Um. Yeah, he was oh, the right. one who was like hitting the other kid. <laughs> yikes
0: anyway that's not um, so we hope that all the victims and the families of the victims are doing okay yeah because so that's a tough thing
1: to go through i hope comes and- gets the therapist or like psychiatrists mm-hmm.
0: yeah I think um Some
1: helpies. <laughs> yeah and I think it's also hard for everyone else who had to witness the fight and just know about it and be in the school at that time and, cause the, that can teacher, be really- and the teacher too and the parents too who would be scared about their kids lives so I think it's hard for everyone and it's just not a positive event in any way so we're hoping the community can recover the best that it can and yeah because school shootings are like a big issue especially now so definitely and they're increasingly becoming a bigger issue too yeah
0: and on the note of shootings we also have news on another shooting that's slightly um it's not headlined as much but it's still important to talk about Mm -hmm. so this was the shooting in capitol heights um so two died in capitol heights oh, maryland no. shooting in at senior apartments so two women died and a suspect is in custody after a shooting friday at a senior living facility in capitol heights maryland police say so the victims were employees of the building meaning that they weren't actually people that were staying there they were actually just doing their jobs working um mm-hmm. caring for the senior citizens which is really sad um yeah so they it occurred at the National Church Residence Gateway Village at 505 Suffolk Avenue. So the two victims were women, and mm-hmm. they were employees of the building, like I said. They said that they died in attempt to protect the residents, mm-hmm. um, and the police department is actually saying that they're really brave, and we are extremely heartbroken by the events that occurred this morning at our affordable housing property in Gateway Village in Capitol Heights, Maryland. We are proud of the heroic and swift actions of our staff to ensure that our residents were protected and kept safe, said the statement. Um, and the officers were called to the building around 9, 10 a.m., they found one shooting victim in the hallway and another in the office in the building. Oh. And they evacuated the residents. Officers did um, mm-hmm. after a short period of time. Um, and um, officers searched the entire building. They didn't really find any other victims. They asked people mm-hmm. in the area about it. Um, but they just were making sure that everything was safe. They even put like the, um, the local elementary school on lockdown
1: out of uh-huh. caution. Yeah. Um, so, so it's was better safe than sorry.
0: Yeah. So a resident in the building actually told News 4 that he heard a fire alarm and then saw an armed neighbor lying on the floor. Oh. Um, so he was, he's in custody the shooter. Um. Apparently they're saying that like the motive for the shooting was that he didn't like how it was ran. Um, and he believed that, and the residents believed that the suspect was upset about the conditions of the facility. So, I don't know, they police and county officials are going to be a part of the investigation Mm -hmm. but they they just weren't aware of any significant problems with the conflicts leading up to the shooting Mm -hmm. um and so that's that's that i mean wow they're they're really trying to give them all the support they need
1: to the residents because that can be traumatic it can as i was talking about earlier for anyone involved in it even if you weren't a victim of it or anyone who even witnessed it it can be traumatic even if you just know about it you know Mm-hmm. Or if you're in that community and you have to be terrified to just go out to the store, you know, like yeah, it, it's really sad. Yeah. Right, okay. Talk. The next update is on a more positive note. Yes. Very, very. very in the mood. Yeah. Definitely not such a heavy topic as school shootings or shootings in general. Um. Why don't you tell us about this new update? All right. So I didn't update about the. Squid games. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I didn't update about the Squid Games. Mm-hmm. Which, in case y'all so, did know.
0: Taking over the internet, taking over the television. Yes, television.
1: so Squid Game is a show on Netflix, by the way.
0: It's, it's a show on Netflix. It's a South Korean drama, and it is kind of like mm-hmm. a psychological drama, and mm-hmm. it, it's 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 crazy how much attention it's gained, honestly. Yeah, I have see,
1: you watched it?
0: I'm watching it right now. Do you like it? I mean, it's okay. It's not like my cup of tea. Uh-huh.
1: I haven't say, watched it, but, but a, I'm going to. show,
0: I would. I don't know. I'm probably
1: going to. I haven't watched it yet. I watched like one minute of it. first
0: honestly. <laughs> so mm. if you don't like that, beware. But so I have some statistics, and all of these are from the Observer and Whip Media um so okay. it's a new netflix show station south korea taking over the world and rapidly going attention it's growing faster than any other netflix original and really? it was on place uh. to be the most watched show ever in netflix history like
1: of netflix originals or of any show that's ever aired on netflix
0: um, actually it was kind of confusing but i think I uh-huh. both honestly Oh, that's insane be... think of all those really popular shows out there I'm, like... I'm pretty sure it doesn't count like the shows like friends or like those types of shows It's most Mostly like out of the originals or since they came on netflix yeah um, okay mm-hmm. but they also saw its engagement surge 981 during its first
1: week whoa which is
0: <laughs> the biggest jump for any netflix original
1: definitely
0: um, 10 days after its release it has match the same interest levels as bridgerton which is another show. oh
1: bridgerton was so popular like yeah, it was, like, so it was pop- crazily popular
0: um, also lupin queen's gambit
1: etc oh i've watched both of those they're really good by the
0: way yeah and according to Fix patrol this series has ranked among the uh the Te- Netflix's top US shows for six, 18 consecutive days and has been the number one hit in over 90 countries. That's kind of insane to
1: me, especially because it's a Netflix original. Yeah. Like, it's Netflix originals are actually surprisingly really good. I know a lot. Of them really. I, I, like, a, a Virgin River. I don't like that. Mm.
0: But Outer Banks. Mm. That's an original? Yeah, it is.
1: Oh, wow. That one's really good, too. I didn't realize that.
0: Yeah, it is really That's good. That's
1: insane. Yeah,
0: it's insane.
1: But actually, it was this shooting
0: The there's a lot of interesting facts about it. Mm-hmm. But basically, the story is based off this um, group of poor people that were kind of like they're desperate for money. So they mm-hmm. signed up to this thing where you just play games. And play innocent child games, and you can win money. But the catch Wait, is,
1: let me guess, it turns violent or something it happens. Turns, it's, it kind of reminded me of The Hunger Games. It's really it's interesting. It's very different, but I can get the same vibes. And <laughs> That's It's funny. a really
0: like psychological spin on children's games. Oh, is it? Is I, it like, scary up, or is it I like? Yes, it's more psychological.
1: Basically. Yeah, I feel like psychological is worse for me than and scary. Life. Like, <laughs> um.
0: And so the director, who's also the writer, lost six teeth out- due to stress during production.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> you can lose teeth to stress.
0: I, apparently, I That's was really That's terrible. Yes, you can.
1: And also, he was trying to make this show a thing for ten years until really? it finally got
0: adapted. Really.
1: It's kind of like, you know how Harry Potter was rejected, like, yes. 13 times exactly. by publishers? And then now it's, like, one of those popular books on this earth. <laughs>
0: like It's exactly like that. And also,
1: mm-hmm. I think he was, like, really poor at, like, J.K. Rowling. Oh, like, yeah. He had to
0: sell his books. It's his really profession.
1: inspiring. So many people who are, like, these famous directors or writers or just have any famous profession whatsoever, they grew up with these, like, traumatic pasts or, like, really hard childhoods where they didn't have access to these, like, opportunities as much as other kids did, but look, look where they are now, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, so what's our last update? Or actually, it's not the last. second to last one. So, the last second to last update is actually about Indigenous Day. So, Biden, who, you probably know this, he's the The president president of the U.S., I hope you know that, but He has issued the first ever proclamation of Indigenous Peoples Day. So Indigenous Peoples Day is a holiday to basically celebrate Native American heritage, culture, and history. Not only the great parts, but also the dark, bad parts where they've had to suffer and lose their lives due to injustices and stuff like that. So it's recognizing Native Americans and just everything that comes along with that. Um, So I think it's a great holiday. So, um for generations um federal policies systematically sought to assimilate and displace native people and eradicate native cultures biden wrote in um the indigenous people's day proclamation today we recognize indigenous people's resilience and strength as well as the immeasurable positive impact that they have made on every aspect of america today so um By the way, so this is kind of interesting. So, you know Columbus Day, that's, like, another national holiday. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It's on the same day as Indigenous Peoples Day, and Indigenous Peoples Day has kind of become a replacement for some people over Columbus Day. That's interesting. They're both on October 11th, but, yeah, because—
0: Columbus, if you didn't know, he was. Oh, yeah, absolute. I'm actually going to
1: get into that. Like, Ooh, he was bad. Yeah, bad, so man. Christopher Columbus enslaved many Native American people and treated them with violence. Sorry. sorry, my phone's ringing. <laughs> and brutality. He forced Native Americans to work for profits and sold thousands of Native Amer- Americans and also forced some to work in Goldman's plantations. So he used some as slaves, sold some, many of them died. So it's just he was not a good person, and I think we learn about him in school, and he's like this heroic figure who discovered the Americas, and he's so amazing. He didn't, even discover, them. He like, didn't discover them first. Number one. Number two. He's really a bad person, and I think something we need to learn about school is all sides of something, not just like I feel like we need to learn character of the person too, that's not not of, just like that's like the reason why we made this podcast because they hide a lot of aspects. Just exactly. Exactly, and that's one of them. So as I said, it became. Indigenous People's Day became sort of a replacement for this. And actually, um, Jen Pazaki, who's a White House press secretary, was asked um, if Biden would seek ending Columbus Day as a holiday. And she said, quote, I don't have any predictions at this point. But I honestly could see that happening in the future. I I mean, I really, really hope it does. Because I think Indigenous People's Day is such a better thing to celebrate than Columbus Day. I mean, it's just... You know, and also like we didn't even get into the depths of what Columbus did. So if you want to check that out, like Google it and we'll mm-hmm. make an it definitely. The there later. are a ton of history sites about it. Like there's, I I was looking this up because I wanted to give specifics, and there was like a list of like nine reasons why he was not a good person. Like there are yeah. so many lists we you can find. We could make an episode about like the worst famous people in history. Oh, oh yeah, like, or we could talk about like things that are covered up in schools or something like that, yeah. or like lies you were told, we'll we'll lies you were told from a young age or something. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) But this is interesting because it's a very stark contrast to the former President Trump who said, quote, sadly, in recent years, radical activists have sought to undermine Christopher Columbus's legacy. Um, These extremists seek to replace discussion of his vast contributions with talk of failings, his discoveries with atrocities, and his achievements with transgressions. So as you can see, there's a very different, like, there's a different focus and a different perspective on things from, you know, the two different... I mean, I'm not saying anything And I'm not expressing my opinion in any way. I'm just trying to state the facts. Like, this is just... I mean, Columbus
0: did enslave people. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah. Like, he was sexist, racist. Yeah, like, and this is...
1: Back. And one of the things we try to focus on with the podcast is more of, like, giving you everything factually. So if something did happen factually, it's just proven, you know? So it's not even necessarily me expressing my opinion. It's more just, like, this the is the truth. facts. Yeah. The truth. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So...
0: Right, so our last update is about Mr. Ryan Laundrie. Mm nasty give us some updates on brian laundry please so brian laundry let's talk about this for a little bit so brian laundry was a fiance to miss gabby petito gabby petito is murdered
1: (laughs) okay the way you said that gabby petito is murdered (sighs) okay it's not funny i'm sorry i'm terrible i'm so sorry but
0: anyway what happened was they are engaged. They were boyfriend and girlfriend or fiance
1: and fiance, but they were
0: going on a trip across the country, visiting several national parks, um, basically just exploring what they thought was the great outdoors. Cause they were outdoorsy people and they were actually caught in several disputes along the way. Someone actually even mm-hmm. called the police on one of their disputes. That's pretty serious. Yeah. that was like a major piece of evidence, but eventually Gabby went missing and, um, Brian Laundry. He returned to th- his parents' home without her, and after a couple weeks, Gabby was found dead. Her remains in this place in North Carolina, I believe. All oh right, actually, that's North Carolina, dark. South Carolina, Some Carolina. <laughs> but um, she was. Fa- her remains were found, and the autopsy declared it a homicide. So. Shortly after that, Brian Laundrie said he was going on a hike and he's been in hiding for like two weeks now, I think. Yeah. So that's it's where sketchy. we are. Police are hunting him down. But the place that he was said to be gone at was like this swamp reserve thing. And mm-hmm. it is acres and acres of swampy
1: water, which is like impossible Ooh. to
0: find people in.
1: That's tough. So wait, what is he doing? Like hiding under the swampy water? That's what
0: actually the police were thinking. Like, seriously, ew. That's so gross. If you want to hear more about her story, we talk about her a lot in other.
1: We've talked about her like twice or three times. And we talked
0: about all the evidence and like what led up to it, but I'm not going to go too in depth. But basically, in the midst of this case, like new, the search conditions in that area are actually becoming better, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, it so Steve Bear i think he's italian i'm
1: that sounds sure. italian
0: But I, I hope he's italian i like italian people anyway okay. steve this <laughs> it's, it's he said quote it seems that the water in the preserve is receding and certain areas are more accessible to search the entire laundry family family is grateful for the hard work of the dedicated members of law enforcement and have been searching the preserve for brian over the last few weeks so they're hoping he'll be located um josh taylor which is a police spokesperson told cnn that the search has been prompted entirely by information from Pro- laundry's parents so mm-hmm. his father which was like an active member in the search actually visited the reserve um the 24 and sixty-five thousand acre i said that wrong Twenty-four thousand five hundred and sixty-five. <laughs> acre wilderness area near laundry's family home and they've been showing them the paths that he normally hikes on they've just been helping out in every possible way um Mm -hmm. and they actually in recent days investigators have uncovered new details about his earlier movements uh they actually confirmed that a notice was placed on a ford mustang belonging to the laundry family Mm -hmm. outside of the mayak akachi creek environmental park on september 14th um so that's kind of helpful so Bertiona, which is the family's attorney told mm-hmm. cnn that he, we know we believe the date that ryan left to the hike was monday september 13th um which was previously mm-hmm. believed the 14th but now they think it's the 13th mm-hmm. and so they, when they found the vehicle, they were called and they got the vehicle on September 15th. So they were really, you know, like hunting it down. I mean, mm-hmm. Gabby's parents, Joe Petito, Gabby's dad, said he wants laundry found alive so he can spend his life behind bars because, quote, I want to see him in a jail cell for the rest of his life because he's an outdoorsman and being in that concrete cell, he can't go to his trees and hug and smell the fresh air That's savage. So he kind of wants it to be tortured, I guess, which I respect (laughs) it. I mean, he's, it's his daughter, you know? Yeah. Um, and then her his mother, Nicole Schmidt, they're divorced by the way. He she said, uh-huh. I want to look him in the eyes. And it's it's a sad story, and I hope they find Brian soon because he's yeah. he's acting
1: very suspicious. Okay, just the fact that you go in hiding that's a little I'm odd. So just saying that's a little weird. Like that, you don't just go on hiding for no reason. If you, if you have unless you have something to hide. To and wouldn't you be grieving? Yeah. Unless you have something to hide. And, like, if she got murdered, then, like, who else? They went on a trip together. Anyways. All right. That's the end of the first half. So stay tuned for the second half. Um, we'll be talking a little bit more about some different things, including more Biden and Trump stuff, and um, whistleblowers, stuff. investigations, student loans. So please stay tuned. Bye. <laughs> Hi everyone. We're back from the break. Hello, welcome back to not another episode, but another half of another episode. <laughs> Yeah,-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about whistleblowers.
0: Yes, So there was actually like this big thing, I think it was like everywhere, but there basically what happened was that like a Facebook whistleblower. Okay, question. Made- what's a whistleblower so a whistleblower by definition is a person usually an employee that is like (coughs) deemed a sorry (laughs) let me restate that who exposes illegal unsafe or like illicit actions um by like a government organization or a private or public Mm -hmm. organization so basically like someone who um just exposes their own company, per se. Okay. Um. There's a lot... There's been several whistle... Like, government whistleblowers during the Trump administration. Wasn't era. there
1: one for, like, a facility with COVID once that we didn't update about?
0: Yeah, that was... I think, I there think there was. that was during yeah. the Biden, though.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but there's been... Whistleblowers are, like, a big deal, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um. And so she actually... Detailed to the set Senate Subcommittee of, on Consumer Protection, Product Safety, and Data Security on her vast knowledge of, like, the internal workings of Facebook. And this employee, by the way, um, her name is... Why do I not have
1: her name here? That's okay. She's That's an employee. Crazy. Name oh, her. Hold on.
0: Okay. Oh, my God. But anyway, Han, that's her last name. So she was a, she worked at the Facebook company and she claimed that Facebook's products and promotions, as well as their algorithm, harm children, stoke division, and weaken our democracy, as well as put profit over moral responsibility. Um, She also, although Han was like highly critical of Facebook, she offered like constructive criticism and Mm -hmm. was even helpful Mm -hmm. in a sense. Um, she said that these problems are solvable, a, a safer speech, respecting and more enjoyable social media is possible, and Facebook can change, but it is clearly not going to do so on its own. Um, Congress has the rules that can help Facebook make that change, and she hopes that by whistleblowing that this is something that can happen. So her testimony was like persuasive, obviously, and um A lot of the people on the committee and like even like senators um called her a hero and vowed to protect her from potential retribution Mm -hmm. by Facebook, meaning like backlash from Facebook. Yeah, um,
1: there's always backlash. Like that's a lesson to learn in life.
0: They they actually made it clear to have her back for further testimony and possibly even have Zuckerberg, who is the CEO of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, um, there. So she blamed Facebook's algorithm for a lot of misinformation. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is notable from, like, the existing focus of policymakers and um, censorship. So she actually even, like, uh, said that she, quote, is a strong advocate for non-content-based solutions because those solutions will protect the most vulnerable people in the world. So um, she cited a lot of things. Um, She actually... Her testimony was said to echo the findings from an MIT review investigation published earlier this year, which drew upon interviews with Facebook executives, um, Mm -hmm. which kind of, like, talks about, like, the flaws in its algorithm. Mm -hmm. But she also, this is, like, what I found the most notable part of her testimony. And, um you're kind of out of the screen oh, sorry <laughs> but anyway mm-hmm. the most notable part of the testimony in my opinion was mm-hmm. when she was detailing an experiment conducted by the previously internally to prove how following people gives you like such bad content essentially uh, so, what they do is they've taken a new account with no connections, nothing, mm-hmm. um, but they followed Donald Trump, Melania Trump, and Fox News, mm-hmm. um, and, a, like, a n- local news source, and mm-hmm. then they, like, clicked on, like, the first 10 things Facebook showed, and mm-hmm. within, within like, the day, they saw a lot of, like, really far-right uh, things, and then they saw, oh. they, they saw conspiracy theories within the week, um, uh-huh. and then within two weeks, you see QAnon. And then you also th- see things promoting white genocide. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> so she's
0: basically just saying that their algorithm is terrible. and Their algorithm
1: um, is messed up and needs to change. Yeah,
0: by the way, um, QAnon is like a theory that all Democrats are cannibalistic, Satan-worshipping pedophiles who are in a cult.
1: Yeah, so we actually talked about someone who was like, a supporter of QAnon, like, murder- murdered their children. We had an episode. That yeah. Episode, like- and, like, this dude, like, murdered a woman. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> anyway. so... And genocide mm-hmm. is the deliberate
1: killing of a large number of people from mm-hmm. for a
0: particular reason. Yeah. Specifically with, like, ethnic groups or... Ethnic- so, for minorities. example, like, the
1: Holocaust would be an example of, like, mass genocide. Yeah, yeah, yeah so F- facebook didn't really respond very much to
0: the situation or like in a great detail mm-hmm. but a-, a spokesperson andy stone said on twitter just pointing out the fact that at francis Hahn, who was like the person who was giving the testimony the whistleblower mm-hmm. um did not work on child safety or instagram or research these issues and has no direct knowledge of the topic she's uneducated basically Essentially that's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have enough involvement to say the things that she's saying. But that's kind of where that's at. Um a lot of people mm-hmm. are praising her. Some people are giving her backlash.
1: We'll just see how it goes. We'll see. Yeah. So um All right. Are we ready for the next one? We are. Okay, so the next episode or it, we episode. are. <laughs> I'm tired today, sorry. Yeah. The next um update is that a texas man is sentenced to 15 months in prison for posting COVID hoax on social media so on april 5th of 2020 christopher charles perez posted a message on facebook saying quote my homeboy's cousin has COVID 19 and has licked everything for the past two days because we paid him to you've been warned in all caps And then he also, after this, um, made another post following this one that had a link to a news story about a store that had to close down after a worker had tested positive for COVID-19. And he said in this post, along with the link, quote, lol, I did try to warn y'all. So basically, he's like posting these False stuff about how he hired someone who has COVID to go around licking everything at a grocery store, which is so nice. No, that's disgusting. That's not even funny. And it's not even, yeah. And okay, when asked, like, why he did this, he said he wanted to scare people out of going into public so they would stop spreading the virus. <laughs> but, like, you need to get food. This is a grocery store. Like, and also, isn't he, like, encouraging stupidity? But yeah, <laughs> I know. He sounds like an idiot. So, yeah, that's. <laughs> that's- Yeah, so anyways, um, the claim was false, clearly, and the post was taken down after 16 minutes, and someone anonymously submitted a screenshot of the post to a group of law enforcement agencies that investigated possible crime and terrorist um, activity, so Perez was found guilty of two counts for violating a criminal law that criminalizes face info fake information and hoaxes related to biological weapons um in his posts were in april 2020 which is a very vulnerable time during covid i think for all of us because it was when it just begun so everyone was really scared so obviously if someone's posting this stuff like i hired someone with covid to lick everything like no anyways in the past yeah. In the past he has actually been count uh found guilty of other things and he um so yeah. He was sentenced to 15 months in f- federal prison which was actually the lowest side of the recommendation by the federal court. So the recommendation was 15 to 21 months in prison and he's um facing 15 months in prison. Okay. So um he for trying To frighten people with threats of, quote, spreading dangerous diseases. So, um, And some people argue that it's, like, freedom of
0: speech, but that is a threat. But
1: we actually talked about this in journalism, how, like, it's only to a certain extent that you have freedom of speech. If you violate certain things, like... Um, if you're encouraging violence, or if you're, like, inciting riots or something, or if it's copyright, obviously, then it's no longer even considered free speech. And also, threats so, are, like, a Threats, popular. yeah. And this definitely. could be considered a threat. There are exceptions to free speech. For the majority of the time, we do have free speech, but... You can you can only go so far with that. Yeah. There has to be a line that can be drawn. Um, he um, His sentence also includes three years of supervised release, and he is required to seek mental health treatment and take medication for his mental health. So um, his lawyer wrote, quote, Mr. Perez broke down in tears several times during this afternoon's hearing, sobbing, trembled, expressed to counsel that he did not understand his proceedings, repeatedly said, I am not a terrorist. Um, so, yeah.
0: That's, that's that. Are you good? I'm good. Next up, we have
1: California oil spills. Which yes. is also saline's Okay. But, so, this California oil spill has really devastated the coast of California, like, environmentally in a lot of ways. I know. And birds, actually. And birds, it has affected a lot of birds. So, I'm going to first talk about, like, the environmental Same impacts. The tur- Save the turtles, guys. <laughs> I'm going to first talk about the environmental impacts behind the oil spill. So, um... Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, I Amplify that Energy... <laughs> That's great. Amplify Energy is an oil and natural gas company, and they leaked hundreds of thousands of gallons of oil off California's coast. So, after this oil leak, there have been... um an increase in tar balls which are little dark pieces of oil that can happen naturally but usually not in such high abundance so they think it's linked to the oil spill so they could potentially be dangerous and san diego will declare a state of emergency if the tar balls are linked to the oil spill um so large groups of people have been organizing and participating in cleanups on stretches of beach where the oil was spilled and actually crews in the air are identifying locations with spills so they can alert like cleanup teams. Teams, which locations have the most spills and which locations need the most help they've lo- collected 13 live bo- birds and two dead birds affected by the oil um they have actually found four live snowy plover birds which are endangered species of birds so oh wow yeah. do you know how the oil spill happened um yes so they're actually some of the investigations i'm going to talk about are going well I actually don't know but <laughs> but i know theories in... theories in okay let's get into that okay so the pipeline was working on October 2020 before the casing became damaged and a crack happened. So there are a lot of theories, but one of the main theories is that this boat like its anchor snagged the pipeline the whole for like a stretch of like a long stretch of land. So then the pipeline kind of burst because the anchor was like snagging it. So that's one of the main theories. So um it could also be like environmental stuff too so investigators are trying to figure out when the oil spill started and what caused it so they'll be looking at vessel movements across the pipeline over the past year and geological events that could have contributed to the track like environmental events or geological events so um coast guard investigators actually um Visited the Rotterdam Express, which is one of the a lot of people think the Rotterdam Express was the main boat whose anchor like caused the um, oil leak. So um, it's a container ship. So um, the Coast Guard investigators were trying to determine whether or not the anchor snagged the pipeline. Um. So the Rotterdam Express had appeared to have made unusual movements while close to the spot. So that seemed a little sus. So they were checking that out. Um, There's no like real consensus or like really, there's no sure answer about what caused this, but they're looking into it. Um, The shipping company that operates the Rotterdam Express said the ship had nothing to do with the leak, but it has become a main focus in the investigation, that specific vessel. Um, So... Yeah, they're basically trying to figure out what happened, and actually a class action lawsuit was filed against Amplify Energy, which is the company that owns the oil pipe that it exploded, because um, on behalf of business owners, they're facing a lot of struggles in saying that Amplify Energy failed to safely maintain the pipeline, so All right. a lot of investigations going on.
0: Is that your...
1: Yeah, that's it for that one.
0: All right, so second to last update is mm-hmm. about biden and the biden administration is making major changes to federal student loans mm-hmm. um, if you don't know student loans are basically what college or like law school or med school or like graduate school mm-hmm. like any type of upper school like university or college um that's what the loans they give out to students so that they don't have to pay all of their tuition immediately because mm-hmm. tuition's expensive mm-hmm. it could be like Forty thousand dollars a year on average. Yeah, so
1: instead of paying it right away, you pay in increments over longer periods of time. Basically, yeah. Like when you get a job, you can
0: pay it off. Mm-hmm. Especially for people whose parents like, um, don't, like can't afford it. Mm-hmm. That's great. So the advisor administration outlined major changes to the federal public service loan forgiveness program on Wednesday, and it is providing debt relief to teachers, nurses, firefighters, and others who go to public service jobs. But ones that have been mired by com- complicated eligibility rules and servicing errors have made it like nearly impossible to benefit from the loans, meaning that it's mm-hmm. really hard for them to like get, get, get like, ease from the loans Mm -hmm. and so um they they're promising this and they they hope that like the burdensome technological rules and mismanagement that has like haunted the public service loan forgiveness plan since it was established in 2008 will kind of be relieved with this Mm -hmm. plan and so um there are also like in like Biden's like administration, I think a big selling point for him was kind of relieving a lot of like education yeah, issues. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I he's also like made promises to have community college be free for mm-hmm. two years, um, which will save thousands of dollars, or like universal kindergarten free for mm-hmm. everyone. Um, which which I think has been like one of his big selling points per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Another issue is that like service members who are on active duty can qualify for student loan deferments and forbances that help them through periods in which they have difficulty making up payments. But these like deferments and like for granted while they served have never been counted towards their public loan forgiveness, which mm-hmm. can be an issue for them. Um and the rules like surrounding how a borrower can call qualify and count payments towards the program have been so on- onerous that only sixteen thousand borrowers have ever received forgiveness under the mm-hmm. plan since it was first offered in two thousand and eight. So. A, a report actually done by the Government, government Accountability Office in mm-hmm. 2019 found that only 1.3% of applicants were approved for loan forgiveness. So they're really trying to like fix that and hopefully give more forgiveness to people. Um, and Democratic lawmakers were quick to cheer the announced change to public service loan forgiveness program. And um, a a lot of Democrat senators and Representative Bobby Scott actually said, this is the comprehensive and sustainable solution that student borrowers deserve, and it will be a major victory for thousands of nurses, teachers, and first responders and other public service workers. So yeah, it mm-hmm. it, will, it was it was not designed to be something that would like be a puzzle, but when it was established in two thousand eight, that's kind of what it was, and they're kind of helping to make it easier to get forgiveness, especially for mm-hmm. those first responders.
1: Yeah. All right. Last, Last update. update. <laughs> Jinx,
0: oh, we're so <laughs> tired. We volunteered at a little kids carnival uh-huh. today, and
1: it was so like two and a half hours. Little kids are cute, but like it's a little, I think it's it was three lot. hours actually, or Probably. not two and a half. I don't know why, I don't know, but it was a long time.
0: It was a long time, especially when you're squatting down and picking up rings (sighs) that the kids threw everywhere.
1: Yeah. So that was fun. That was fun. But they gave us donuts and pizza. So, you know, it's worth it. But, um, anyways, sorry for a little bit lethargic. Anyways, okay. So the last update is Biden won't grant Trump executive privilege. So documents have been requested by the Congressional Committee investigating the January sixth right. wobbling the table. Sorry, I keep putting my foot on the table, which I I'm I'm <laughs> I know anchor people don't care, seizure. but like YouTube people I'm sorry. I apologize for all my wrongdoings. So anyways, <laughs> documents have been requested by the Congressional Committee investigating the January 6th riot or the insurrection or the attack at the Capitol, whatever you want to call it, but yeah. basically happened in January 6th. We made an episode um, on that, so go check it out. Please check it out. So the committee is increasing investigation efforts into rioters, and the panel has requested documents, some subpoenas. By this, by the way, subpoenas are written requests to summon witnesses, and they also requested other documents. So um Trump says executive privilege can shield him from having to give the committee this information, like the documents and the subpoenas. And executive privilege is the power of the president. Um, to withhold forms of communication from the courts and legislative branch. So the White House press secretary Jen Psaki or Pazaki Psaki, I don't think I it's think Sochi. it's Psaki, said Friday that Biden wouldn't assert executive privilege over the first batch of documents. So basically, he's requesting the documents and he's going to show them to like legislative officials. Um. So. Um, the two requests sent to the National Archives from members of Congress in March and August are sweeping and most notably ask for documents and communications on January 6 related to Trump himself. So Trump really doesn't want those documents and subpoenas to be shown, but um, Biden is not granting him executive privilege, so... Yeah, that's that. that so
0: they're gonna take his documents even though they won't want him, he doesn't want them to <laughs> basically yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good to know. yeah. All right. So that is sums up our episode. All right. So um all of our sources are in
1: the bio mm-hmm. or the description. Whatever you wanna
0: call it. Uh check out our website, check out our Instagram, check email. out our email if you want us to do a specific episode or you have a topic in mind, please let us know. Um, and also let us know any future advice or like anything. Yeah, um, in my
1: fun news. Oh, yeah, quick fun news. A homecoming queen gave away her crown to comfort a grieving family. Oh, I saw that. That's that so, so, sweet. so sweet. So Nyla Covington, who is homecoming queen gave her crown to another student who lost her mom to cancer um that's so sweet of her just as like a sign of like support support and like we're together in this you know like you're not alone we're here to support you as a community in Mm the school so that's That's really nice of her and my good news is that
0: it's spooky season
1: spooky season it's October folks
0: I was looking for news but that's like the best
1: news (laughs) yeah okay so thank you for listening check out our website
0: and Uh,
1: yeah bye have a good week